Empires and Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! I'm Peter, by the way. Doctor Strange. Oh, you're using your made-up names. Then I am Spider-Man. You know who I am? I'm Fox Mulder. I was fighting the power and breaking conspiracies before you saw your first chemtrail, you punks. I'm Fox freaking Mulder, you punks. I'm Fox Mulder. Fox Mulder. My knees are It sounds like you're just talking about poop. What? No, I rarely poop. It's been a month. Oh, and I got, oh, I just thought of one other thing I did this morning that you'll get kind of a kick out you of. You jerked off. You well, jerked but... off into a mayonnaise jar and put it back in the cupboard. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Not that I've done that. No, of course not. Okay, so this is, of course, Two Broke Geeks, and I'm Matt. I'm Justin. Yeah, and the thing that I did this morning was uh, I watched some Billy the Mime videos. <laughs> Have you ever Who? watched Billy the Mime? No, never watched that. You've seen the Aristocrats, right? Yeah. You remember the oh, mime? So it's the mime who does it? <laughs> yeah, well, Billy the Mime, the whole thing of Billy the Mime is he's a mime that does really tasteless routines but has no idea that his routines are tasteless, so... Like this morning, I watched uh, one called The Abortion. I watched one called um, The Life Story of Michael Jackson. Oh, Jesus. Uh, um, uh, Diana and Charles, Not a Love Story. Oh, And uh, there was another one that I didn't get to watch, uh, but he has one called Dinner with Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> so if you ever want to go ahead and check out Billy the Mime, there's not very many videos on Facebook or not on Facebook on YouTube, uh, but the ones that are on there are pretty hilarious. Freaking sweet. Yep. Yep. So that's what so I did yeah. this morning. Well, and yeah. I also watched yeah. Captain America: First Avenger this morning. So. Woo. Yeah. <clears throat> well, yeah. I mean. Okay, before we dive into stuff like that, mm -hmm. now there's stuff that's coming out that they're saying is now canon in the Marvel Universe. Okay. That wasn't before. So I was just reading a bunch of things, a bunch of like Instagram stories and stuff that are stating that it is now confirmed that in Avengers, uh, Loki is possessed by the Mind Stone when he's carrying out the deeds of Thanos to take over Earth. And I'm like, but he's carrying the Mind Stone in the freaking scepter. How does that fucking work? It's... That doesn't seem right. That's what, yeah. Well, that's kind of like how, oh God, I can't believe this was a thing. But this turned into a thing yesterday where Pottermore, the official... Oh, yeah. Where they tweeted out that... 
um, before the mid 1800s, wizards didn't have plumbing and they just kind of went ahead and relieved themselves wherever they happened to be standing and just made it disappear. I was like, that's something about the world of Harry Potter I didn't need to know. I mean, if you can't, I mean, if you, then if you go back and watch the Harry Potter movies, right? Uh, and you take that into effect. Well, I mean, it's Harry, like they're just shitting themselves. Well, by the time Harry Potter comes around, Hogwarts has well, yeah. bathrooms. So, but yeah, I, but I don't want to think about that now. I want to pretend there's no such thing as bathrooms. Yeah, that's and you're true. watching those movies and just assuming that they are just like shitting themselves in the mi- middle of like the dark <laughs> arts class. You there? What is the answer to the question? Oh, hang on one minute. <laughs> Give me a second. It's a big one. It's a big one. That, oh god oh that's like how um i was watching big mouth yesterday and there's a character on there uh one of the characters dads likes scallops he likes to eat scallops but they give him yeah. the sh- but they give him the shits and there was a whole thing where she's like look you remember his wife goes you remember what happened the last time i had to buy you new pants and he goes and new shoes they were acting <laughs> like Spillover catchers. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> oh. oh god. Yeah. So yeah. ridiculous. I know. Yeah, but yeah. So yeah, I didn't know that that was a thing going on with the Marvel universe. Well, I, I think it's their way of now they're covering tracks for future films or whatever. <sighs> I don't know. It's weird. It's kind of like that same deal where it's now canon that the boy in Iron Man 2. Nope. We don't, not, I yeah, know. I know that's we talked, not Peter I just, Parker. Nope. I refuse. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that moron is not Peter nope, Parker. <laughs> I refuse. I will just not accept it. Yeah. It's kind of like I'm not accepting the fact that the Mind Stone apparently was was overcome it was taking over loki's mind when he takes over earth that I'm doesn't like, nope. make any sense though yeah like, it makes no sense uh, well it's like how when i texted you yesterday and i'm like wait a minute there captain marvel is going to redo the entire history of the marvel cinematic universe yeah because in avengers they find out that uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. is building all the weapons out of the Tesseract, kind of copying Hydra. And they go, why? And he says, because of him. And he po- and Nick Fury points at Thor and s- specifically says, can you imagine? Or he says something about, you know, when he came, we found out we weren't alone in the universe. And that what was out there was so much more powerful. And it's like, yeah. okay, but... Thor happened in 2009 and Captain Marvel is set during the 90s and there are scrolls in Captain Marvel. So Yeah. So uh, So you're saying so so basically Captain Marvel unless they just forget about scrolls at the end of Captain Marvel then Thor wasn't first contact with aliens from another world. I don't know. Or if it's one of those things, well, I mean, unless it's one of those things where, like, Fury's, like, like S.H.I.E.L.D. is like, we're going to keep this under wraps, like, or Fury's one of the few, only one of, like, a couple S.H.I.E.L.D. agents is like, okay, we don't want to freak people out. Mm-hmm. 
with a bunch of space people or whatever. So we're just going to lay low. And then when Thor happened, they're like, we're going to use this. Because <laughs> we yeah, haven't seen Skrulls or Marvel forever. So kind of like... If we're saying that, like, so kind of like a Secret Wars kind of thing where... Exactly. Thor is pretty public and maybe the Skrulls never become... hmm. Right. Interesting. Kind of, yeah, yeah. That's the only way I can see it Mm -hmm. was spinning. Yeah, it's just... Because I thought of it yesterday because I was watching Thor and I was like, wait a minute. Thor is supposedly the first alien being that Earth is aware of in the Marvel Universe, but there are scrolls in Captain Marvel. Yes. So, mm-hmm. Oh, well. Yeah. But, yeah, um, I still, like, looking back on Thor, mm-hmm. I fucking love that movie. It's really... <coughs> people kind of sleep on the first Thor, but it's really good. Yeah. I mean, I love the Frost Giant bit at the mm-hmm. beginning. And it's such a great, like character arc mm-hmm. yeah. for the most part for both you have Thor whole, and yeah. Loki it's before they started doing Loki as Marvel's main villain Marvel's main villain and constantly you didn't really root for Loki in Thor like you understood him and you understood why he was doing what he was doing but he wasn't like an anti-hero he was still clearly I mean, I guess he kind of was an anti-hero because, no, he was a, nah, he was a sympathetic villain, but. He was a sympathetic villain because he was jealous of the fact that he went his whole life not knowing Mm -hmm. he was technically an ice giant. Yep. And was, assumed that he would take control of, uh, of Asgard, even though he's not rightful, Mm -hmm. like a rightful heir. Right. And he grew up really jealous of. Thor and all that. Yep. So, and then it, it while I was watching it, I was kind of like, well, how did he? Here's something I never thought of until yesterday. But how did he never do anything frost gianty again? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's always a weird thing. Yeah, but uh, it. I had somebody say to me that they thought that Thor kind of just learned humility too easily. And I was like, I don't think it was easy at all. Like, he got flung to Earth, and when he got here without his powers, he still thought he could do whatever he wanted. And then he got bested by S.H.I.E.L.D. and by medical doctors and by all these other people. A car. (laughs) A car. Then yes. Loki shows up and says, "Oh, by the way, you killed fa- you inadvertently killed father with your arrogance and having to banish you like broke his spirit and he died and so there's yeah. that whole thing. It's, it's a really good story, man. It does a really great job. I mean, it's also just a strong cast like yep. Like not only do you have like Chris Hemsworth and Tom Hiddleston, Anthony Hopkins, mm-hmm. I mean, there's Natalie Portman, but that's Natalie Portman. Uh, she does a pretty uh, good job in it, though. Like, she's all she's right. Natalie, I've never thought Natalie Portman's, like, the greatest actor in the world. Some people really like yeah. her. I think she's fine. And Yeah. Kat Dennings. Kat Dennings. Ah, my future wife. Darcy. <laughs> yeah. Somebody was like, I think Darcy should have died to 
teach Thor about humility, and I was like, how dare you? I don't understand how her dying would teach him humility. I don't know. Something about understanding the value of life. I don't know. I didn't understand. Seven, what... seven, humility, life, seven, seven. Basically. And then, uh, of course, it's got... Uh, uh, bah, 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 uh, the, I don't know the... One of the Skazgars. One of the Skars. It's the father. I just can't yeah. remember his name off the top of my head. His first name. He's really good in it. Um and I, the, you know, the, even the more minor characters, like the people that play the Warriors 3 and Lady Sif and... Yeah, Jamie Alexander. Jamie Alexander. Think, yep. Yeah. Just everybody in, it's good. <clears throat> I mean, it's not... Yeah, I mean... It's still, it, it's still not like the best of the best Marvel movies, but people definitely sleep on it, that's for sure. It's definitely the first... Um, uh, Thor, the first Marvel film I saw in 3D, mm-hmm. and I, I I remember that kind of took me out of it a little bit because of the way it was done. Oh, it probably it was, was still not, yeah. Well, it was super dark, like especially the beginning was very dark and blurry because mm-hmm. of the ice giant world. Yeah, but beyond that, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean it's still fucking solid as hell. Like, like I had I still have fun watching that, and it's. It's really kind <clears> of <throat> there's something really classic about it. Partly because Kenneth Branagh directed it, and he is like a classically trained Shakespearean actor, so it's got kind of like that classic Shakespearean drama going on with the uh, brother that's in line for succession to the throne and all that stuff. Yeah, and I mean it was a decent final battle, like involving like the Destroyer. Yeah, I mean it. It. I mean, it was kind of a throwaway. Just it's to kind get, of a throwaway to get to Loki, but it still is fine. Yeah. Do what it needed to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I. It's a good one. I. I hadn't watched it in a really long time, and this uh, deciding very last minute to watch all the MCU movies before Endgame came out gave me a chance and an excuse to watch it again. <laughs> Huzzah! Yeah. And then I also watched Captain America the First Avenger, which I hadn't watched in a really long time. Still love that movie, even, uh, uh, not, I was gonna say even though, but I was like, I no, that's a different movie. Mm -hmm. I forgot that. Um, no, I enjoyed it. I love Hugo Weaving as Red Skull. Yep. Um, very sad that he will never come back. <gasps> Speaking of Red Skull, Jesus Christ, I, I read this and I retweeted it. The, that uh, Red Skull in Infinity War was completely CGI. Yeah, completely CGI. And the actor, I never would have guessed. Yeah, I was like, not fuck, this million... movie keeps surprising me. I mean, not that he's on screen that long, so that probably helps, but... In but still, never in a million years would I have guessed that that wasn't an actor in makeup. Yeah, not even close. But yeah, he's really good in it. Um, and I was thinking about this this morning. Uh, and in fact, I tweeted something on our Two Broke Geeks Twitter account about it because I was thinking about Captain America: The First Avenger is really funny, but it's not like zany funny all the humor in it is really dry and it doesn't overpower the movie yeah like it, yeah. 
Unfortunately, one of the things I feel about later Marvel movies is that they try to put in too many corny jokes. But all the really funny moments in Captain America Winter Soldier aren't even really jokes. Like, they're mostly just the way that lines get delivered and the timing of the way those lines get delivered. Like, any joke delivered by Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, pretty much. Like when... um, like when Agent Carter, like when Steve storms in and demands to see the casualty report because he thinks that uh, Bucky might have died. And uh, Tommy Lee Jones looks at Carter and goes, you and I are going to have a conversation later that you are not going to enjoy. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not on its own just saying it. It's not funny. It's the look he gives her and the way he delivers it that's really funny. And... Uh, Later on, Steve gets a moment that's really funny when Agent Carter comes into the bar in her red dress and Bucky is trying so hard to hit on her and doesn't get anything. And she leaves and Bucky goes, I'm invisible. I'm I'm invisible. I'm becoming you. It's my worst nightmare. And Steve goes, don't worry, buddy. Maybe she has a friend. It's really funny, but it's mostly the way that it's delivered. So that was just something I noticed. Like it's. And that, and also, this movie gave me my love for Haley Atwell. Haley Atwell, oh yeah. Uh. Mm-hmm. Not only that, it's got some really fun action in it. Like, there's the whole uh, when Captain America goes to bust out the guys that are being held captive by um, <clears throat> Hydra, and that whole scene and. Uh, the end battle where they break in to try and uh, defeat the Red Skull right before he takes off to deliver those bombs. and Yeah. It's just real. And plus, it's got my favorite Captain America costume out of all the costumes he's worn throughout these movies. I personally am a fan of the win- uh, Winter Soldier outfit. The one at the beginning or the end? The end. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that actually is is my favorite, but it's supposed to be the same costume. The difference is they added, like, a couple more red stripes, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Make it more American. Make it more America. Yeah. Yeah. But no, the story's just fantastic. Mm -hmm. And it was also one of the first, I think it was one of the first attempts of, like, the the, uh, technology they used to make... Chris Evans looked like a scrawny little boy. It still works really it well. It still looks great. Like, yeah. you still look at him as that skinny, short dude, and you're like, man, I can't believe they pulled that off. Yeah. It's so good. I like And also, it has a. There's a Game of Thrones actress. Uh, Natalie Dormer. What's her. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. She plays the one that. Uh, seduces steve and make yeah makes out with him for a quick second for a quick second and gets uh agent carter all pissed off yeah yeah oh mad Haley atwell she can come be mad at me yep Mm -hmm. Haley, call me and i also really like the dude that plays young howard stark oh dominic cooper yes i couldn't think of his name i think i love him like yeah because like i he was like one of the main draws for him and Haley Atwell were the main draws for the uh, Agent Carter TV show. Mm-hmm. 
um, which I still enjoy. I don't care what people say. Yeah. I was mad that show got canceled because it was more of an espionage, mm-hmm. like spy show. But um, also, that movie's just fucking sad. This movie's just damn sad because especially the end mm-hmm. where he's like, "You better save that last dance for me," and then just goes dark. Yep. Well, ah, I'll tell you my one minor complaint with this movie, and it's minor. I think that the actual movie should have ended when there's that kid with the trash can lid painted as the Captain America shield, like playing Captain America, and then it goes dark. Yeah. That should have been where the cre- to me, that's where the credits should have rolled. And then Steve waking up in modern New York should have been like the mid-credits scene. Yeah. Just for, for whatever reason, I feel like that's a really good... Not that it matters, it, but it just feels like a good place for like the actual, excuse me, the actual movie to end versus with Steve waking up. So well, and also this was the last film uh, before Avengers, right? Yeah, so like they were like, well, they had to like they couldn't just keep it contained. It's like no, we gotta tell them, we gotta we gotta tell them. Like, well, the mid credits scene was. Steve punching the bag and then it went yeah. right to the trailer for the Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh boy. Yeah. And it's too bad they never got Joe Johnston to come back as a director. Like I, the Russos did a great job with Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier's still my favorite uh, MCU movie. I think. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is still, my- but I still think that. Joe Johnston did a really good job with this movie, and I just would be curious what Winter Soldier would look like if it was directed by somebody different, meaning Joe Johnston. (laughs) A.K.A. Joe Johnston should have directed Winter Soldier. Right, exactly. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Yes. No, the Russos did fine. It's just, you know, one of those things that... It's a it's a good he had a good aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and it also changes. I had kind of forgotten that, um, like, it looks a certain way for the entire World War II sequence, and then when Steve wakes up, it looks much more modern and much yeah. The, just the color grading is a little different and everything. So that was a nice touch too. Yeah. Uh, that I saw someone brought in the Phase One and Phase Two box sets at work again, Ooh. <laughs> and I'm like, Ugh, mm-hmm. I really want this. Yeah, but I might hold out because I I'm hearing rumors that after Endgame, they'll probably put out like a giant box set. Oh my god, it'll cost a fortune. Yeah, and I'm like, well, maybe I'll wait on that. Mm-hmm. It'll have 22 movies. 21, 22 films, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, 22 films because uh, Captain Marvel is going to be number 21 and Endgame is going to be number 22. Shit. Woo, shit. Look at how far we've come. Wow. That's going to be something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, and other stuff, uh, I went and saw my first movie of 2019. Yes, you did. Went and saw Escape Room, mm-hmm. which I can understand why it's put at the very beginning of January. Yeah. It's, I, I, I think it's just a PG, it's just a regular like PG-13 
like I don't even know if I call it a horror film. I didn't even see a like trailer for this movie. What is it? It's basically people go it's people doing an escape room mm-hmm. and the escape room will kill you. Oh. So That's it's it. saw. It's like I said, like I text you, it's PG saw. Wow. Wow. It's and I mean like the only notable cast member in is De- Deborah and Wool. That's all you need. That's all I needed. I was like, that's good enough. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it only cost me $3 to go see it because oh, yep. my roommates gave me a gift card. Yep. Nice. So I was like, all right, three to- I can do that. And I mean, premise is fine. It's nothing groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't think there. I mean, gr- escape rooms are I don't are have not been made into a horror franchise yet until now, I guess. Right. But but I mean, the idea is not different. Mm. Um, and I mean, it's it's a fine movie. Like if you're just looking to like just lose some brain cells. Right. What would have made my experience maybe better though is I. And I really want this to just to be a thing. It's just no fucking cell phones. Jesus fucking Christ. In the movie theater or? Like there's this there's this couple two seats away from me just chatting away. And this one guy just keeps taking his phone out and texting people. Dude, I would have hollered and I just, at that guy. <laughs> oh, oh, I leaned in. And I was like, hey, I don't want to be that guy. But I'm going to be that guy. <laughs> you know what I want really badly to start happening is, you know how there are some, like, secret events you go to, like, if a, if a, some uh, musical artists do this, if they're doing, like, a small show, or some comedy artists do this if they're, like, testing a new set, where you yeah. go... And you have to put your cell phone in like a lock bag where you can't open it for the entire show. So uh, some of these events do do that. Um, It's like you need that needs to start happening at movie theaters. I don't care. That really. Yeah, that really needs. If you're going to be in the movie theater and you're going to just be that dick that just has to. The last time I went to a movie, what did I go see? Shit. I, er, oh, it was during Aquaman. My phone kept ringing. Or it didn't keep ringing. It only rang, you know, it was just ringing. I didn't, like, pull out my phone to see who was calling. I got up and I left the theater to see if it was something that I needed. I didn't, like, pull out my phone in the theater yeah. to see who was calling me. I got yeah. up and I um, left. I was like, maybe yeah. this is important. <laughs> Like, yeah, like there was there was a moment within the first ten minutes of this film where there was another guy who, uh, his phone rang, and he picked it up and immediately turned it off and went, "I am so sorry, everybody. Mm-hmm. I am like," and I was just and we're like, "Dude, that's fine, man." Like, mm-hmm. but these two, I'm just gonna murder them. Like, I I know there are theaters out there that implement a rule where you can't have yourself like, you you can't have your cell phone in the theater. Mm-hmm. Like I know there's such there is like I think they're like the Alamo Draft House does something like that mm-hmm. I think, and it's just and the last time this happened was I went and saw a, a, the one that really stuck out was I went and saw a Quiet Place. Yep. And that movie is very very big on you need to pay attention because there's 
rarely any sound. Right. That no one really talks. And this one guy just keeps taking his phone out. And I got him kicked out of the theater because I'm like, I because I went up to him and I was like, I swear to God, man, you keep taking that thing out, I'm gonna shove it up your ass. Mm. <laughs> I've been that guy that's gotten up and gone and like gotten somebody that actually works at the theater and been like, Oh, I've done that too. Um, hey, there's these people in this row that just won't stop. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I have no problem being that guy. Yeah. It's just, it's just the big one of my biggest pet peeves, especially with like, like I don't care if it's a good film, I don't care if it's a shitty film. Mm-hmm. Like, you're there, you paid money to go see something, and you spend your entire time either chatting with your friend about non-sequential stuff, or just on your phone because you're like, this is boring. Then fucking leave. That's like half the reason I only. That that's pretty much the only reason I still go to the movie theater because it's pretty much the only time i expect to have distracted distraction free movie watching right like if i'm at home and watching a movie chances are i'm gonna get interrupted like i can't remember like i think yesterday morning when i was watching thor was the first time i had sat down and watched a movie beginning to end without having to get up in yeah months at home because normally something happens where I start a movie and I have to shut it off and watch it again later or something like that. You know, that's what happened with Captain America. I started it yesterday afternoon and I didn't finish it till this morning because I just had other things that I had to get up and go do. <laughs> yeah, I watched. Uh, I had a double feature night last night. I watched both the Kill Bill films, mm-hmm. and I think only. I think like. During the second film, someone called just the chat, and I was like, "Okay, whatever." Yeah, like it's it's a it's fine, like it's no biggie. But yep, that's why exactly. I love like specific, like that's why I love going to specific theaters out here that mm-hmm. really crack down. Case in point, um, I have I'm, I'm going to be calling out sick next Saturday because. Uh, nice. Because uh, I got a free ticket for a three-movie M. Night Shyamalan marathon. <gasps> Is it? Oh, you're going to Unbreakable Split Glass, aren't you? Yep. You bastard. <laughs> yeah, they're doing a – yeah, there's a – the Egyptian theater is doing a pre is doing a preview night. So we're doing a lead-up mm-hmm. of Unbreakable Split and then we're going to watch Glass. Yep. I got – I was like – I was contemplating it because I'm like, oh, God, it's a – it's a Saturday. I I usually work Saturdays, mm-hmm. and it's during my shift. And I was just like, "Fuck it." Yep. I still, I can do a day off. I still need to see Unbreakable. I have to re. Yeah, I I know you haven't seen. It. I need to re. And this is perfect for me because I want to rewatch all of well right, both of them. You're gonna get to be, see it before. Yeah. Before everyone yeah. else. Before and like everyone. that theater and. Yeah, and that theater is very strong implementing the whole no cell phones. That's good. Because it's a very intimate, like, little theater. Mm-hmm. That's where I went and saw Mandy when that oh, okay. came out. Yep. And the only time anyone took out their phones was after the film when Kevin Smith did a Q&A with Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and that was like the only time I ever saw phones was like people opening them up and closing them out like at the beginning of the film right. and then opening them up to turn them on or whatever at the end. Yep. Never saw a cell phone. 
or anyone talked. <laughs> nice. Oh, the good old days. The good old when days. We didn't have to worry about that shit. I know. It used to just be people just carrying on full conversations. Yeah. I will never oh. forget. I'll never, yeah. ever forget. I'll, I'll let you get to your point. This is just a story that I... I, for whatever reason, I can't even remember why, saw all three Lord of the Rings films in the movie theater. And uh, when I finally went and saw Return of the King... That movie is like a hundred hours long. It's so fucking yeah. long. And, and that's the unedited version. Just off. What's that? Yeah, so that's the edited version. <laughs> the yeah, unedited version is like four hours. So these, this group of people, like just to my left and just in front of me, just wouldn't shut up for the entire movie. So it gets to about hour 80 of the movie, somewhere around the first ending, when Samwise sticks his head in and looks at Frodo and is like, Oh, Mr. Frodo, you're alive! And finally, I just lean over to these people and I'm like, Shut up! You've been talking for the entire movie! Just shut up! <laughs> and the whole theater just clapped because nobody... Apparently, everybody had been thinking it for the entire movie, and I was finally the one that told them to do it. It's always that one person. Like, mm. you gotta get that one person, like, 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 I had the same reaction during A Quiet Place. It was just a crowded theater, and this one guy just mm. being an asshole. And it's just, sometimes it goes horribly wrong. Uh, yeah. And it's like I hate being that guy because I hate I, I I do I don't mind anymore, mm-hmm. but I hate it for like the longest time. It's like God, I really hope someone talks. I don't want to be that guy because this is gonna make it awkward at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Um, but a side note, <clears throat> kind of involving movie theaters though, I got went down a rabbit hole about Spider Man Far From Home because okay. I learned some things apparently. <laughs> Oh and well, I take this information. Yeah, take this information with a grain of salt because I'm not a hundred percent sure how accurate it is. Mm-hmm. But it started with someone leaking the trailer online, like a shitty ass version of the trailer from like Brazil Comic Con. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that. Thankfully, I didn't see. I didn't see it either. I just heard about it. someone at work's like, "Dude, did you watch it?" I was like, "The fuck you talking about?" And they're like, "The Far From Home trailer." I was like, "And I was like, what? The, what?" Apparently, there's like a really shitty, grainy version out there. I don't know if it got pulled. And then found out through like reading about it because I was curious about it. That the week that the Endgame and Captain Marvel trailer were supposed to come out, mm-hmm. that that came out, Far From Home was supposed to have a trailer coming out that week. Yeah, and yeah, and the and apparently it's the reason that it didn't was Sony had uh, even though Marvel ma- helped make the movie. Mm-hmm. Sony is responsible for the release of trailers and advertising. Right. And apparently Marvel's pissed at Sony for not putting the trailer out when they wanted it to. Hmm. And it's now causing like a whole bunch of stuff of 
behind closed doors, like people being pissed off at the way Sony is marketing or not marketing uh, Far From Home right now. Weird. Again, take this with a grain of salt. I'm not 100% sure. I was just reading a whole bunch of shit and came across it and I was like, huh. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I saw there was a, an image online of some promotional material probably from that same Brazilian Comic-Con. I don't know. But it showed the Mysterio design, and it was a picture of Mysterio without his bubble head, and I was mad. Boo! Like, he, uh, I'm sure maybe they're doing it so they can try and get Jake Gyllenhaal's face on some things. But he better have his fishbowl helmet, goddammit. I swear. Yeah, that's like, I don't care how goofy-ass that thing is. It mm-hmm. is, like, essential. That's what Mysterio looks like. He's got that fishbowl helmet. Spider-Man literally if, picks yeah. on him about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't care if they do the version where it's the fishbowl, but you can kind of see a face in the fishbowl. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't care about that. Just give him the damn fishbowl. Yep. I agree. He's got to have that bubble Uh, head. Yeah, it's like the best and worst comic designs Mm -hmm. for costume. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, I'm having trouble finding another picture of it. So I maybe maybe it got taken down from a lot of places. But oh, and that was the other thing was uh, apparently people Marvel was kind of mad because apparently the photos that are going around of the Spider-Man stealth suit. Mm We're not supposed to be put out there yet. Mm. I think they I were taken again. I think they were taken at that comic convention. Yeah, I think they were. Yeah, and I guess like Mar- Marvel was like, yeah, we didn't want them to do that. Uh, like apparently, there's a lot of weird shit going on. Weird. And I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe after Far From Home, we may not see Spider-Man again in Marvel. Maybe not, but I think – I still think Sony would be okay with trying to connect their – I don't their know. Their stupid verse with their with, – with Spider-Man? Yeah. I think they'd be okay with just going ahead and being like, all right, we're still going to keep making Spider-Man movies and we're going to have Venom and we're going to have – more, but I feel like without the uh, without the help of Marvel, I feel like this is going to run into another, um, uh, an- another like another problem of hey, th- their movies aren't going to be doing too well. It's possible, like another Amazing Spider-Man kind of effect, especially if they're going to continue with the proposed whatever the fuck films they got going on. Like, I know they have Morbius and uh, Silver and Black or Supposedly, not Silver and yeah. Black. Supposedly, those are the ones that are next, and I still could not care less. As long as, well as, as nobody Venom gets rid of 2. Tom Holland for forever. Yeah, I'm has... fine with Tom Holland staying. Yeah, they got to keep him for forever. He... Does that amazing thing where he just keeps going to children's hospitals dressed as Spider-Man, which is awesome. He loves being Spider-Man, which is awesome. And it would be really nice to, even though Sam Raimi 
kind of showed it. He did pretty bad at it because Tobey Maguire always looked like he was 40, even though he was supposed to be in college. But um, kind of watch Peter Parker become an adult. Right. Yeah. That would yeah, be, I'd be down with that. That'd be nice to actually see a story arc of um, Peter Parker growing up. Yeah, I'd be totally fine with that. Yeah. Speaking of which, um, I have been plowing my way through Spider-Man the video game. So good. Um, I have the Sam Raimi Spider-Man outfit. Nice. That I've been having way too much fun with. What's the special power just, on that one? Uh, there isn't. There's oh, nothing. it's just a skin. It's okay. just... It's just a regular skin. Um, but I have downloaded all three DLCs. I have yet to start them. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got to the point where you first meet Silver Sable. Yes. In the main game. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Things so get I'm like, fuck wild from there. Yeah. So I've been doing mainly side missions. A lot of side missions. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, except the pigeons. Fuck the pigeons. I know. But, like, uh, from here, like, you know how you have to stop crimes? So, you have to stop, um... Like, a bunch of people, like, stealing cars. Oh, yeah, the demon crimes, yeah. Uh, There's gonna be so much more, not just demons. There's so many more things. Like, there's basically a point in the game where you can't web-swing anywhere without snipers trying to take a shot at you. Fun. More than one at yeah. a time. It's pretty nuts. <laughs> yeah. Right now, like right now, I'll probably play some more. Maybe Tuesday. Um. Uh. But I like mostly. I've been doing like I did a bunch of the, a couple of. The, I don't really. I'm not a big fan of the the norm the Harry Osborne. Mm-hmm. Uh. Bits, especially the ones that involve near water. Because it's like, oh, you got to put some stuff in the water and help the fish. I'm like, I can't web swing around here. I have to just jump in the water. Those are real. Yeah, a couple of those are wicked hard. There's one of those hairy ones. I think I've done all but one of them because there's one where you have to go to Times Square and stop the billboards from overloading and exploding and falling down and killing people. It's one of the hardest things I've ever done in a video game. Like I, oh jeez, I, I tried for over half an hour one day, and finally said, "No, screw this!" Like, it, it, if this is what keeps me from a hundred percent, I'll catch pigeons before I come back yes. and do this. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever hundred percent this game, but I'm pretty close to having all photos done Mm -hmm. yeah and almost all the uh backpacks i found all the backpacks i did all the photos and i closed out all the wilson fisk construction sites i gotta do a bunch of those still yeah but it's just so much fun it's a great game i can't wait for the sequel i can't wait for fucking Kingdom Hearts 3 Come, in like three weeks. I was going to say, that comes out in a few days, pretty much. A few days? I think it's like the end of this month. Oh, is it? What am I thinking? Oh, uh, Punisher Season 2 is January 18th. Yes! Yep. Yes! The second and last season and last show of the Marvel Netflix series. No, second to last. 
Oh yeah, they're still supposedly There's, doing Jessica Jones season three. They've fin- they already finished uh, filming like yep, that's right a months ago. Mm-hmm. Forgot about um, that. Everyone's been all fucking butt hurt because they're like Jigsaw does not look all jacked up enough in the trailer, and I'm like, I kind of don't care. Well, here's why they do. Here's why they're doing that. It's mostly just because Netflix, except for daredevil's costume and uh frank castle's punisher vest really has done a bad job with costumes for like well yeah you know so i think they're just saying oh here's one final example of netflix doing a bad job making a character have it to me it doesn't matter but yeah i really this show's powerful and it's been these shows for the most part Mm -hmm. have been pretty damn good without having accurate costumes or whatever i so i'm like i let it ride i'm like all right whatever don't care Mm -hmm. well people want to get butthurt about everything like i know everyone was mad about bullseye not having his costume Mm -hmm. i'm like that would be a stupid costume to have not just that i was thinking of how everyone got really mad when todd mcfarlane was saying that spawn was going to be super dark and violent oh god people no one likes i was like are you it's supposed to be it broke my brain i was like are you kidding me it's spawn he comes back from hell and fights demons and you wanted to be a like a romantic comedy like lighthearted like chuckle fest i think oh boy i hate saying things like this but i really do think that's some of the damage that the marvel cinematic universe has done for superhero movies is like now people just expect a very specific type of superhero movie and it's like it can't be done for everything like you can't have a f- well i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't put all the blame on Marvel no i'm no for that yeah but i i totally see it because i mean that hellboy trailer mm-hmm. i was just like come on man this should be a lot darker instead of this being like a weird like like why do i feel like everyone's laughing every five minutes in this mm-hmm. like I, I yeah i'm not a big fan of it either like I, I want superhero films to be successful in whatever array they want to make it. Not just, oh, it's everyone wants it to be like a happy-go-lucky comedy film, mm-hmm. no matter what it is. Comedy Spawn Take, yeah. would be Ugh. the worst. I will picket that film. The absolute worst. Like, worse than the old Spawn movie <laughs> that there was. <laughs> Oh. I would prefer to watch the old Spawn movie versus if that becomes like if everyone gets mad and it becomes like a lighthearted comedy. And even the old Spawn movie, like they had the Violator trying to do like fart humor, fart humor and stuff, which is like eh, so. Yeah, uh, I haven't watched that movie in a really long time. <laughs> say, I think I watched it once. It was one time it was on Netflix, and I was like. Yeah, why not? And I was like, oh, it's rough. It is a very rough one. The spawn costume is uh, really cool, yeah. though. Oh yeah, except the cape. Well, yeah, because the, the cape, cape looks is so shitty. Bad old CGI. Yeah. Yeah. Now we live in a world uh, of Doctor Strange's cape. So. 
Which is kind of the same cape. Basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just for some reason, it's more sentient. And more has a sense of humor. Yeah. Which is weird. That's very weird. Yeah. Um, I did buy some comics. I haven't read them yet. Mm. Uh, I bought the last of the Stranger Things comics. Ooh, nice. And the fourth issue of Heroes in Crisis, which I'm probably going to read tomorrow. Perfect. Which, damn, this fucking book. Is it, it's still really good. It's so good. Well, like, up until this point, like, the death toll and, like, the reason behind it. They're doing Mm -hmm. such a great job, like, with this that I'm, like, been so on board. I'm like, I don't care what happens. Like, bring it on. Nice. Uh, um, and then the Stranger Things is mostly just an, a side story of like, what's his name in the Upside Down? Mm, Will. Will, which yeah. uh, I guess New Year's Eve they dropped a, a teaser trailer thing. Oh uh, yeah, with the release poster. date, uh, which is gonna yeah. be July fourth. Yep. Yep. Can't wait for that uh, either. And then, wait, there was something else. Oh, God, there was something else. Oh, speaking else. Oh. of Will in the Upside Down, just real yes. quick. Have you seen the Stranger Things Will in the Upside Down figure and it comes packaged upside down? Yes. Oh, I'm like, damn it. <laughs> I thought <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, I thought that was pretty yeah. good. Um, Shit, what was the other? There was something else. Oh, I don't know, there was two other to, things. Yeah. There was a, I guess, they just announced that the Batman The Long Halloween is the next animated film they're doing. And it's a two-parter. Did they actually, did they actually announce it? Because I know when I saw it, it was definitely a rumor. I I think Um, they just announced it, like, today. Oh, good. Or yesterday. I fucking love The Long Halloween. I'm so okay with that. It's a great book. And... And it uh, has to be a two-parter. It's so long. Yeah. It's. I, I have to re. I have to reread it. It's been so long. It's so fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And book. Uh, the other thing is, uh, Young Justice season three. I know. I think I get paid on Friday. I think I'm gonna. It, probably not for good. Mate. We'll see what happens. But I'm at least gonna pay for a month of the app because I just want to see Young Justice season three. Yeah. Because I guess the first episode is up, or the, the whole thing is either out or at least up, but you I can't think the whole view it for another week. Yeah. I think you can see some of it right now. Yeah, there's like a, there's like a, uh, you can watch the first episode, I think. Something like that. So I think I'm gonna, like I said, I think on payday, I'm gonna get like a month and then maybe go from there but i definitely want to see young justice season three yeah i have to contemplate it because i'm i have to figure that out if Mm -hmm. i can do that or not i think it's not bad i think it's seven bucks for a month or something like that if it's seven bucks then i'll probably will just because Mm -hmm. i'll steam right through it and then depending i might keep it for a swamp thing yeah and some of the other shows, it, but definitely not for Doom Patrol. <laughs> it might be one of those apps. I This is something I said to people recently. Everybody gets so upset about all these separate streaming services. And I said, you don't have to have them all at once. Like, I might drop in and out of the DC app depending on uh, what is what I like and what is 
quote-unquote in season like if something is between seasons and I like it but none of the other shows that are running I like maybe I'll drop out of it for a few months and when the new season comes back I'll be in for a little you know you don't have to have everything all the time yeah especially since uh shows even if they don't get released all at once which I know they did titans on a week-by-week basis it came out every week for only like a month and a half or two months. It was 12 episodes. It For like a m- month and a half or something like that. Two months. Maybe two and a half months at most, I think. Titans. So And it's coming to freaking Netflix, I guess, soon only anyway. Only out of the U.S. Because there are, oh, is that out of the U.S.? Yeah, because uh, there are some markets that still don't have access to DC Universe. Like Australia, uh. China... A couple other places. So it'll be on Netflix in other countries, but not here because we have access to the app. Cool, cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. I still don't care much about that show. Mm -hmm. Um, Dude, I don't. This is an older thing, but I wanted to. I don't know if you ever saw it, and I think it's a complete shit show. So I was saw a trailer for the final episode of Gotham. (laughs) <laughs> or of the uh, the final episode of this season, and yeah. I was like, "What the fuck is this show? And why is it still going?" Oh man, yep. This is the last season, though. So, it, but from my understanding is seriously, yeah. My understanding from the people who still watch it is it's gotten so buck wild they just can't look away. Which I can understand that, mm-hmm. but like they showed Bane, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm like, first of all, that's not Bane. Well, you were that's like the some picture. weird shitty, yeah, yeah. that stupid ass picture. Um, yeah. But that's like, like it's, I don't get it. Like I don't understand how people. Like I see people that are like Gotham is so good. I'm like, it is not. Well, like I think some people. It's spitting. It, it's like I, this is this has become such an else world. That's kind of bullshit. That's kind of it. I think people that still watch it like just said, you know what? I'm gonna buy into the conceit, and I get that some people probably can't buy into what they're doing, but I choose to buy into it and see where. It's just one of those things where, like, the people that like it like it because they bought it. They they made the active choice to go. Okay, this is what they're doing, and I can tolerate it. And let's see what happens. Which I can understand and appreciate. Just yeah. I can't do it personally. No, I can't either. But that's fine. I'm one less thing. It's just one less thing. There's too many things, especially since. This year, I want to go back and watch old things that I haven't watched in a long time. And I can't do that if I'm constantly keeping up with new things. Stupid new things. Although there is one more thing coming out this year that I'm interested in. Only because of um, Gillian Anderson. She has a Netflix series called Sex Education coming out. And she's All right. and she's not even the main character. She's like... Uh, her son in the show uh, is looks. I watched the trailer. It looks like he and his friends are going to be the main character. She's just going to be like a side character. But um, it's Gillian Anderson, so I'm going to see what happens because I like her. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So that'll be that, and that'll be mostly the new things I watched this year. Is that and. Um, 
eventually the final season of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend will be on Netflix, so I can watch that. Dude, I'm going to tell you right now, it's rough. Is it really? It's very rough. I've been watching it. Um, they had their mid-season finale mm-hmm. uh, a couple months ago, and... Oof, I I had a hard time hmm. like being like I should sit down and watch some of this, and like it's well it's one of those things where like they 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 kind of wrap up the main point from the last season mm. like in the first episode or two, oh. and now it's just a bunch of B stories, huh? And it's just like okay, all right. And it's definitely not as captivating as it used to be. Sorry, Rachel. Huh. Interesting. I'll still watch it. Be- I want to finish it. Like, right. I want. I'm like. I'm like. All right. I've committed. I want to finish it. And I love. I still love Rachel. And mm-hmm. I love the the cast is still hilarious. But yeah, there's a lot of like. It's a lot of filler. Like, interesting. Where are they now? Kind of stuff. Huh. Okay. That's interesting to know, but okay. Definitely the songs are not as catchy. Actually, the funniest thing is probably the opening uh, song. Because mm. it's just like it's just like a chorus making fun of Rebecca okay. throughout it. And then there's a new Rebecca that shows up like on a bike and it just pans to her at the end of the beginning of at the end of the song mm. and she just says something super ridiculous like i eat my eyelashes oh god okay oh boy all right well um i guess that's just about all we got for today we did it we did it we did it we're at the just about at the hour mark so we did it we made it through another one even though it's slow lately it's gonna be slow for the next couple weeks i think yep next week we'll talk about uh avengers and whatever else we manage to make happen in hopefully if i make it through the m night Shyamalan thing yes i'll have that good good Sounds good to me. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it, everybody. Goodbye until next time. Same bad time, same bad channel. Exactly. Later. Yep. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment in conjunction with Atomic Geekdom. Find us online at twobrokegeeks.com. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music, and the Satchel Player app for iPhone and for Android. Please subscribe to us on one of these services and leave us a review. It really helps us out. You can also help us out by following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash twobrokegeekspodcast, following our Twitter at 2BGpod, and following us on Instagram where we are also 2BGpod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at AtomicGeekdom.com and on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom. Thanks. I hope they remember you.